Hi and welcome to the Joy of Being podcast. My name is Harriet Fagerholm and I'm your guide on the journey towards self-love. This podcast is called Falling and Rising in Love. In the last podcast I started to explore love and what it is to become a being in love. And I got so intrigued by the way in the English language, which is not my mother tongue, how it is expressed uh, when you fall in love. So falling, if you sense in the word of falling, what kind of feelings and sensations come up to you if you think about what falling means to you. For me it means in a way that I am kind of... (laughs) Falling into a new situation, maybe even on my face on the ground, falling down. The power of love can be so strong, so it makes me fall. But what do I fall into? And do I allow myself to really fall? Or are there some fears activated in relation to love? Because what I have explored over many years now is that, surprisingly... Uh, Love seems to be the thing we are fearing the most and daring to speak about love or writing a love. I even started to write a blog text about love and a whole blog about love in the Finnish language and I was totally like I could never have imagined myself to, to write about love and now I know find myself speaking about love. But listening to a woman today over lunch, her main concern was relationships and love. So, did you fall in love when you met your husband, she asked. Because now in her new relationship she feels that I haven't really fallen in love. And again, I was intrigued. Ah, falling in love. Do I have to fall in love in order to feel love? And what is love? And how do I know that I love? Well, these questions can seem ridiculous for somebody who, for whom this is completely clear and you live in a very loving and nourishing relationship. But there are many of us now struggling in our relationships. If you look at the divorce rates and... Uh, Look around you and listen to people when they talk about their crisis in relationships. So it seems that there is an an overall trend in the evolution now between, at least in the Western world, where we have been free to explore our relationships now for quite a while. But where have we come in this exploration? So is the happiness found in the completely free way of being with, with anyone you want or is it is it in a deep commitment through marriage and what does that mean? I have spoken about that before when I started to ask myself, so what was it I promised in front of God and everybody to love for better and for worse? So what does that mean? As a young person back then, I didn't have any clue. Nobody has, has really taught me anything about love. Or never discussed it. And today over lunch I realized the need that, oh my God, we need to really talk about love more. To dare to open up to talk about it. And so what happens when you have fallen in love? 
One perspective, which was for me, was a mind-blowing perspective. More than 10 years ago, when I started to study about emotional heredity, emotional dynamics in relationships, in families, in groups, it was my teacher, Antti, who just clearly stated, you fall in love with your worst trauma. And I remember the feeling when I was sitting there. Oh, oh my God, really? Is this what love is about? That, And not understanding really back then what the trauma is. And not having a clue of how trauma plays out in a relationship. I faced so many question marks. But I started to think about this, that Yes, have I fallen in love with my worst trauma? And what is that trauma? And what is it in the partner that is reflecting and mirroring the trauma back to me? Because this is what I have learned, that in relationships, it's all about projections and mirroring. So what do I choose to see in the other? Is usually what I don't want to see in myself. So if I'm on that path of blaming the other for the troubles in the relationships, I am completely off track. And what I have known now for quite a while is that you will not be able to proceed in this topic. There is another way of approaching love. So then I started to play with the words rising in love. So if in English we talk about falling in love, and if that falling in love means you fall in love with your worst trauma, then how do you rise in love? And this is where I feel I am now. And also listening to this woman today, uh, she has been working with her uh, traumas, working with art therapy and all kinds of, of stuff, like I have been doing. Exploring myself, trying to understand myself, my reactions, my feelings. And I've learned that feelings are really at the core of this. But that feelings can also lead you astray. So falling in love can really be a blind feeling. You don't really, you lose your mind. You lose your, your cognitive ability to assess whether this relationship is, uh, is suitable for me from a practical and you know, reasonable perspective. And this week also came a television program about arranged marriages from the US with these cultures, Indian culture, Romanian culture, where they have a clear idea of that, that everything is arranged, the parents are deciding with whom you are marrying. So all this in me this week has kind of uh, made me reflect on, again, on this uh, big question of being in love, falling in love, and rising in love. How have I experienced rising in love? Every time I have dared to be authentic and vulnerable and real and raw in my feelings, showing my grief, my sadness, my hopelessness, my disgust, my despair, my anxiety, all these not, you know, invited feelings in our culture. And that person has been able to stay in a loving state of mind, just accepting me fully as I am. 
And through that acceptance of the other, through that love that the other person has been able to hold for me, holding space for all my feelings, allowing me to feel those feelings so that I can learn to be with them in myself, so that I'm not pushing them away anymore, I'm not suppressing them, and I'm not allowing them to overwhelm me, which was the case for the little child who was not mirrored in the feelings. Every time this has happened, I have had a feeling of a rising in love. Because it's the love that makes us rise. It's the love that makes us stand up again when we fall, when we fail, when we, when we lose. When we think that there is not another way out here. Every time when I have reached out to somebody, and this was the thing I learned at some point in my own healing process on my journey, that reach out. And I'm so happy now. Today, a friend of mine reached out in her despair, in her grief, and just being there for her, being with her, with all her feelings, made everything into a new possibility. So again, it was arising in love. And when it comes to the closest intimate relationships, the same is there. So can we hold the space for each other to rise in love after we have fallen in love and met our worst traumas, being triggered in the most challenging ways by the others, other who is there to help us to make that trauma heal. Every time you are able to stay in the truth, feel the feelings, and allowing them to transform, then you rise in love. And this is really what I encourage you to go and practice, to invite yourself to experience this powerful, powerful rising in love. Thank you for being with me here. And please join the discussion in the Facebook group, Joy of Being. Or contact me if you're interested in more personal guidance. Thank you.